Hey, that monkey's got a Ross on his ass. Hello and welcome back to Pals, the podcast where two pals watch an episode of Friends and then we talk about it. I'm Greg and he's Aaron. Aaron, how you doing? I'm really good, mate. We've spent 45 minutes trying to get you to learn how to turn a computer on. We're here. We are here. (laughs) You've you've managed it. Yeah, just about. Technical issues are part and parcel of the, um, I was going to say the job, but that would be really generous. The hobby, that's generous. I'm, I'm not having technical issues. This is, this is episode 10. All you've got to do is open the computer a bit. We've, we've done the hard bit. But that's not to mention that we also did another podcast for an entire year. You'd have thought you'd learn how to open your laptop by now. I know. Well, you talked me through it. Tech, super tech support. <laughs> and we got there in the yeah. end. I talked you through it. Very good. Hey, guess what? What? As we record this morning, it's uh, Hmm. 25 past nine, and I've already prepared two uh, different kinds of potato. (laughs) Shabbat, Monica. (laughs) Have you really? I swear to you, I've also made (laughs) egg mayo. I've done all sorts of that. I mean, that's for a different meal, but, you know, I'm all over it, mate. Very good. I'm impressed. She's a piece of shit. Yeah, I'm impressed. That's it. That's it. It's very, very impressive. Uh, uh, I just, I'm just a man. Yeah, well, that's good. I made a chicken curry last night, and the plan is like, and I made a like a batch full, so that's yep. getting frozen up this morning. And then I'm making a chili today. Same, same plan. Huge, huge amount of chili, and uh, yeah, getting that frozen Get for it the in. winter. We're hibernating for the winter, aren't we? And miserable as well. It's misty as hell out there. It's almost like it's horrible. It's you know really it... horrible. It's a horror film. It's a misty horror film. It's like Hound of the Baskervilles or something. Or you could say it's like a cold day in New York with the heat, with the steam rising up from the manhole covers. <laughs> oh God, I think I prefer the horror film. <laughs> Skipping forward, place. skipping forward, did you see that when they, you know, when they have the little cutaway um, scene, you know, like when they mute, yeah, when they do the music and then they have like a little, like whatever it is, it's a shot of New York or whatever. Yeah, yeah well, that, general views, GVs they're called, mate. Yeah, very good. It was a um, a shot of a snowplow driving oh, through right. the streets and it was all steamy in front of it where basically they were they must have been shooting from behind a manhole cover yeah, and yeah. So the steam was drifting across the, the 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 camera and in front of this yeah uh snowplow and would you say therefore that um the steam was your best friend this week <laughs> Well, it was up there. I mean, I could do another. I could do another top five best friends later because yeah. it was it was hard actually to 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 be fair. We not best friend, sorry, best pal. Yeah, best, yeah, best friend was hard, but best pal. There was we had a lot of non-core cast members yeah. getting involved with yeah. this episode. Oh, I think uh, there might be a debate later on best pal. I've not, I've not really. I didn't really think about it when it, yeah, right. I'm I'm excited for this. Yeah, we have been we've been spoiled with choice in terms of best pal this week. But before we get into any of that, do you want to tell us what happened this this week? Uh, uh yeah, okay. So episode ten, the one with the monkey. Ross gets a monkey 
and then it's also New Year's Eve, apparently, and no one's got a date. So they're like, oh, let's make a pact where none of us have a date. And then they all get a date apart from Ross at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. You know how like we've spent 10 weeks now waiting for the good episodes to come along? Yeah. Spoiler alert, this is not that friggin' episode. <laughs> well censored as well. No, you yeah. could be right. This is um this is not the week we've been waiting for. Um No. I honestly I hated this episode. I really, really did. I so that I, there's a there's a thing that I really, really dislike in sitcoms, which is you know how basically on the in the grand arc of things, like things will change, people will get together or whatever. But essentially, every episode starts and ends with a reset. You know what I mean? Like it, the the thing that happened at the end of last episode probably isn't going to affect this one. Everything has to be back to normal by the end. So therefore, all of the little bits that they set up in an episode, if they if they're too rubbish, it feels really contrived. So like, there's I, I love Peep Show, the uh, the British um, comedy, mm-hmm. but there's one episode where he goes to. Uh, like a school reunion thing, and right at the beginning, he's like, "Oh, it's a school reunion. Maybe Sally Slater will be there." Sally Slater mm. is there, of course she is, because you've mentioned her. You've never mentioned her once before in the five series. You'll never mention her again in the remaining four series. But at the start of this episode, you dropped her name, so I know she's going to be in it, and she is. And at the end of it, she's gone. I hate that. I really like, really like, ah, it really bothers me. And this episode is full of it. So yeah, full of that, it. That's the um. That's got a thing, hasn't it? In storytelling, that's got a name. It's um. Chekhov's gun. Yeah, but that's oh, yeah, Chekhov's kind of. Yeah. If something's mentioned, it has to be used as part of the story. So to mention that person, you know that. But if they're following the rule, then you know that they have to be in the story. Otherwise, there's no point mentioning it. But, like, all of the friends have a thing in this episode, I think. Like, there's only Phoebe where there's actually any sort of... I don't know. Even Phoebe's gets resolved. Everyone's just like, oh, Ross has got a monkey. So what? Oh, Rachel's boyfriend's not coming. So what? Like, it's just... It, none of it matters. Oh, Joey's met a woman. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I hate that so much. This, honestly, I think this might have been my worst episode of Friends so far. <laughs> It's given me like a passion. Um, I tell you like, what the friends are hating this. I tell you what the friends are hating this week. Go on, wearing bras. Yeah. Did yeah. you notice that? Yep. It was quite striking. So it's not like I was distinctly out there looking for it, um, but it was quite striking. In the opening scene, um, we're in Perk, of course, and Rachel's serving coffee. And she's wearing a tight top and clearly ha- is having... I mean, it's cold. It's the winter time. We know that because of the decorations. And we also yeah. know for another reason, Rachel's showing us through a top that it's winter time. And then... Yeah. I noticed right that, uh, Monica did it later on to our yeah. own brother at the door. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And uh, yeah, basically flirting with the brother I again. I don't know if you're aware of it, mate, but it's it's New Year's Eve in New York shitty as well. So... Yeah. <laughs> She greets her brother at the door with that business. 
Yeah, it, it is. I mean, new, let's talk about the fact that it's New Year's Eve, right? So last week, it was, was it last week that it was Thanksgiving? Yeah, last week it's Thanksgiving. This you, week it's New Year's Eve. They haven't even mentioned Christmas. Yeah, so completely forgot about Christmas. Let's Every show that I can think of does a Christmas special because it's big books. People love the festive period. It's, I mean, it's absolutely, you're spoilt with storylines, things that can go wrong at Christmas. Yeah, um, it's really, like, accessible, isn't it? Like, everyone's yeah. had, like, a, a stressful Christmas or, like, oh, the, the the mate's rocked up and he's hungover or, like, yeah. and, like there's just so much, like, tangible, Someone's uh, forgot to relatable the material. Yeah, the turkey hasn't come out of the freezer soon enough, so it's not defrosted in time and they can't Classic. cook it. Or something Classic. like that. I mean, this it's absolute. There's a an a, absolute oozing with storylines, but they've just completely skipped over that. Let's forget about Christmas. Well, yeah, you know why, don't you? Because the arrogant writers of this went, "We don't need Christmas to help us. We've got some great material. We don't need to lean on Christmas. Just look at what we've got." All right, what have you got? Where uh, uh, Ross has got a monkey. Uh, all the girls have misplaced their bras. Uh, <laughs> like no, I think they've they've opted out of something that they definitely shouldn't have. They should have used Christmas. They should or have built think, for a series. Do we think that the writers got so pissed at Christmas themselves that not only <laughs> did they miss, they missed the whole episode when they turned up after Christmas to write this episode? It was an absolute pile of shit because they were just so hung over from the last two weeks' festivities. I mean, that, yeah, I can't think of a better option. <laughs> Unless, maybe there is a lost episode, and that's the episode where, um, you know how when we had Janice? Yeah. And we made a big, like, we talked about Janice and how she was different to classic Janice. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe in the Lost episode, that's where original Janice made a transformation to classic Janice because she's back in this one and yeah. she's a different person. It's a different character. Yeah, she's full. full Played by Jan- the same woman with the same name. She dresses differently. She talks differently. She's horrible. <laughs> yeah, she's full on Janice. She's dead right. I, so uh... I think maybe that was the episode where they did that, this Lost Christmas one. It must be because when they go into Perk and in, in this at the start, I mean, this is all before the intro, all before the credits roll, and not the credits, the the the, the theme song, and oh, I skipped it. Do you know I was I was so tempted to skip this week. I must admit I was, and so I'm not going to hold it against you. I didn't. I resisted, and I still found myself singing it at the end. All right. Okay. No, so, I skipped. There was an initial point where I was like, I can't be arsed with this today. Uh, then yeah. it, still, it still dragged me in at the end, though. Um, but I'm, anyway, I'm the, opener, Go on. the opener, we, we are led to believe it's Christmas, I think, because there's <coughs> Perk is absolutely covered in decorations, and everyone I can see is wearing red, including Gunther. Oh, right, okay. Gunther's there. Oh, yeah. And um, one of her songs is about a snowman, she says. So, that yeah, yeah, yeah. Christmas. yeah, absolutely. It it was very festive in there. That's why I thought, oh, we got a Christmas episode after Thanksgiving, and then yeah, nothing. That's gone. Mm. So, uh, Phoebe's is doing her songs. 
Mm. And she gets uh, horrible, horrible songs. I mean, that's the joke, but still made my skin crawl. Yeah, um, I need like that and bit. she's getting interrupted by two uh, loud men talking brashly to each other, and she decides to pull them up on it. Um, and they're arguing over. It's. I think that was really good. Spoiler alert. We're we're going to be arguing. I think over who's the best pal. Whether it's which one of these two men it is for this episode, <laughs> isn't it? We've um, not talked about that, but I think there's there's a case to be made for both of them. Um, listen, right? They are both. They both clearly feature in my top five best pals, but neither of them are my best pal. Oh wow, that's amazing! I'm excited now. <laughs> really excited. Um, what's he called? I've I've forgotten his name. There's David is her love oh, interest. David, yeah, that's it. And Max. And Ma- Matt or Max? Max with an X. Oh, okay. Um, do you know who David is? Um, I recognised him, but no. Okay, that's Hank Azaria, I believe you pronounce his surname. Uh, he is one of the core cast of The Simpsons voices. Oh, really? So that's Yeah, that's Mo. Ah, okay. Very good. I didn't uh, know that. That's a good fact. He's... He's quite a lot of them, um, but Mo is probably his most famous one because he can do that like really like sort of gruff thing on mm. command. Um, yeah, we uh, Dan Castellaneta or however you say his surname is confusing. He's mm-hmm. he's going to creep up in a little bit as well. Yeah, I won't tell you when he's there, and you see if you can spot him. Okay, cool. Have we come right. past that waitress yet? Remember, you sent me the challenge. Um... No, she's not been back. She's not been back yet. Yeah. Okay, cool. Nah, I didn't know nah. if you'd forgotten about it and we've missed it. No, no, no. So then they're arguing. I really like their little conversation. It was quite well done. Like they're geeky as anything. And she's like, yeah. oh, do you want to share it with the room? And he's like, um, I said she was the most beautiful woman that I'd ever seen. And Max said that it was Daryl Hannah. <laughs> and like, <laughs> he's like sort of nodding along and like mouthing the same words at the same time, which I really, really liked. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's horrible, but that's that's how we start. Yeah, I, I, I like their interaction as well. I thought yeah. that was really well done. I, I, I give you that, definitely. Um, um, we get Joey coming in dressed as an elf. He's upset because he's not Santa this year. He's, he's just an elf. And Chandler must mock Joey's clothes, despite what he's wearing. Yeah, Chandler had a couple of good one like again, I mean, he's just always gonna be the fall guy, isn't he, if if it's a crap episode, because he had the in the opener still, going back there again, I mean it was so All much right. to take from the opener. Um it, he said the uh downhill the line, from there. Sorry, say again? It was downhill from there. Well exactly I was thinking oh, we could be in for a good in here because it was there was so much to in terms of content, because there was so much to take in from that opener. Um, he says the line, um, so Ross comes in with a monkey on his shoulder and Chandler says the line, the monk, that monkey's got a Ross on its ass. Ah, you see, I didn't like that line. Oh, really? Oh, I've, well, the way no, he delivers I it. it was really like, I thought it was hammy. I, I, no, it didn't do anything for me, mate. Sorry. <sighs> it's a mess. It's a swing and a miss. Yeah, it was for me. I mean, you know, 50-50, you loved it, I hated it, but, you know. <laughs> that's it was a happy medium. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, he did a couple a couple of good ones. I like the, um, the uh, he did a, a Kill Me, Kill Me Now with um, 
Which others? Yeah, when they're at the party later on, the uh, the, the the New Year's Eve party. Yeah, um, yeah, that was good. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and he, he's he's because like like you said before, he's invited Janice along because he didn't want to be um, single on the night. He wanted someone to kiss, basically, didn't he? At twelve o'clock, that's the point. Yeah. Um, so he's invited Janice along. Uh, she's full Janice, like you say. So he's sort of contorting every time she says something because it's grating on him so bad. Yeah, like she's got that really, really like thick, broad. Is it like a New Jersey accent? Like really, really like. Yeah, Brooklyn or something, or New Jersey. Yeah, yeah. Really Jersey Shore type of accent. Isn't yeah, it? yeah you're, it's you're really, right. really hammed up, and yeah. she's dressed like crazy. She looks like something you'd put on the top of your tree. Yeah, like uh, um, Cindy Lauper, I thought, or something like that. Yeah, yeah, like really, she's got like that, like a baby pink. Um, I don't know what you would call it. Like, if you were wearing a suit, it would be like a cummerbund, isn't it? Like, it's really like, mm-hmm. like a thingies around our waist, and then like a really oomphy dress. And she's just so loud. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the uh, yeah. and he, he does the he does the line. Uh, I think someone's taking a photo of him, and he he does the kill me, kill me now, and then sort of <laughs> looks at the camera and like sort of not like nods his head frantically as if to say I'm not even joking. <laughs> so I think just do it, do it. <laughs> I quite like that as well. It, it's just his delivery, like we said last week. His um his com- comical delivery is just outweighs the rest of them by. Yeah, I, if I had to guess, this is a sitcom, and if I had to guess, I'd say that he's the com, and the rest are more the sit at the minute because. Oh yeah, definitely. There's not there's very little comedy coming from anyone else. There's more just the love story or or whatever. It's that that situational part of it is everyone else. Yeah, I'll give you that. De- definitely today, <laughs> definitely out of these guys, this episode. Yeah. So, um, so the should we talk about the monkey? Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, we'll talk, it's we'll... the the episode's called the one about the monkey or the, the one with the monkey, but like the only good bit of it for me, like mm-hmm. Chandler has to go and babysit the monkey. I can't remember why. Mm-hmm. Um, and when they're talking the next day, he's like, "Oh yeah, he was really really good," and that juggling thing's amazing. He's like, "What?" and He's like, yeah, that juggling that he does. And that was the only bit where I went, I've wrote down, monkey juggling, Ross's acting is great because he looks genuinely furious that Marcel can juggle and he has no idea. But the whole point is, like, he's got this monkey because it was, someone rescued it and he's forging a one-way relationship with it. It doesn't seem to care about him in the slightest and he's, like, really, really put out by it. Again, it's just the same... He's got the same relationship with that monkey that he does with his ex-wife's belly. Um, yeah. And, I, I mean, at the party, it ditches him and goes everywhere, but that's about it, really, isn't it? It's another episode where the the naming of it is nothing to do with the main thread again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, literally, the only the only part, monkey part I enjoyed, apart from Chandler's joke, which didn't land with you, was... When Ross and Marcelo get to the party, Monica's party, um, yeah. there's a bit of an exchange oh. between Monica and someone and Ross, and the monkey's on his shoulder, but the monkey sort of stands up and starts playing with his hair and stuff like that. All right. And I don't know what caught me about that, but I think it was it probably Ross's acting, to be fair, because like the monkey's been told to sit on his shoulder by the trainer or whatever, but 
presumably yeah. the monkey then from that point kind of does what it wants in a way. And yeah. I thought he sort of rolled with it. He gave it a couple of glances up. He was kind of like, uh, it was it was his sort of facial acting made that little, not even that scene, but that sort of 15 second exchange for me. I really liked um, just after that when she's like, so she tells him that he's not allowed the monkey in and all the rest of it. There's a really horrible, forced, contrived bit where the monkey, I think the monkey like pissed on the table or something. And he's like, hey, mm-hmm. just as embarrassed about that. And I'm like, oh, I don't care about this. But then he, go, he goes to walk off and he goes, okay, let's go over here. The monkey just does one. And he goes, oh, okay, I'll catch up with you later. And then he does this little like pretend like, oh, like there's so and so caught my eye, and he walks off. That was really good. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, th- hey, Chandler, but no one's there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. that was good. Like, he doesn't yeah, want to get involved. Monkey, there's a here's a lesson there, right? They didn't need a monkey to make that joke. That could have they could have done that joke with Monica or with Joey, and it would have landed exactly the same. We don't need a monkey. Yeah. Don't jump the shark. <laughs> what did you uh so obviously the the two nerds right so the two nerds like we said before they're talking about how beautiful phoebe is one of them is and so then he goes on to to start dating her so max comes in the coffee shop have you seen david no i haven't why we've got some great news we've got a grant to go to uh minsk in Russia to do some science work and we're going to be away for three years. So firstly, absolutely no regard whatsoever for the bloke's new girlfriend who is clearly hearing this for the first time because her boyfriend doesn't even know. So like, I mean, that would be a little stroll into New York shitty if he wasn't, but he's not actually one of her friends. So maybe he didn't really care enough. Um, Secondly, <laughs> I have. It's funny because I'm just listening to you there. <laughs> it's, it's meant this is meant to be a conversation because obviously people are listening, but I'm just listening to you with a big smile on my face because I fully agree with you. It's like he walked in, and when I watched it, I was like, "That was a really, really shit thing to do." That, yeah. <laughs> but, but because I don't like the friends, I'm like, <laughs> "But fair play, go <laughs> <Not> back." <laughs> And then, so so then they go into Minsk. Now, she's she's met this guy, right? Yeah, David. We know it's we know it's after Christmas, right? Yep. But we know it's before New Year, and there's a week in between the two, right? Okay. Yeah. So at that point, in one week, right? She's presumably been out on even if she'd been out every day with him six days when yeah. they go when they're at the party he's decides he's not going to minsk basically because he wants to stay with this girl that he's known for a week right yep at the party as you do yeah as you do at the party then she says to him basically look you need to go to minsk you can't stay here for me and she does this meant this speech which is meant to be really moving because he's a bit of a nerd and he doesn't know how to show emotions to women yeah yeah. she plays the part of him and her during this speech so she's like you should say to me blah 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 and then i would say blah 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 and then you Mm. would say blah 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 
Now, during that speech, for her part of the speech, she says twice, because I love you. Because I love you. Right? Now, at no point does he ever say that back to her. So twice during this speech, (laughs) she tells him that she loves him twice. I bear in mind they've only known each other a week. Yeah. But and he's clearly going, Holy shit, I'm glad I'm getting on that plane to Minsk in the morning because <laughs> he's not said it back to her once. And he's known yeah. this girl a week. I mean, he must know she's a bit quirky, but Jesus, that is the proper yeah, talk about full it. on that, isn't it? Yeah. I didn't clock that, but yeah, absolutely. I mean clearly the the Minsk thing is something that these guys they're, they're scientists, I don't know we that's all we get. But they've clearly been working towards that for some time. Because when Max breaks the news to everyone, he's like, "Oh, we've, you know, it. It feels like something they've they've had in the pipeline for a while." Yeah, I'm. On, I'm fully on Max's side. He's like, "Hey, we're we're going to the other side of the world to study with," and he names a couple of people. Um, and it's all paid for. And it's all paid for. And this is, you know, we've put in the effort. And he's just. Uh, he's having second thoughts about it as David because he met a lass singing terrible songs in a coffee shop a week ago. Yeah. I'm, I am Team Max all the way. Absolutely, 100%. Which is why, again, he made it into my top five, but he didn't do yeah, it yeah. to get over the line. Oh, nah. great. You keep teasing this. I don't. Like, I think we have to get to the end of the episode, but I'm, I genuinely am excited for it. Um. What, I don't like what did, David's glasses. What did, <laughs> no, I didn't. They were very 90s, weren't they? Yeah, forget they were, it. He looked like uh, Timmy Mallet. But now you've told me now. He does look like Timmy Mallet, you're right. Now he's told. Now you've told me now that he's a writer for... Sorry, a voice actor for The Simpsons and presumably yeah. a bit of a writer as well. I can kind of get that now because he's got that kind of goofy kind of look. Because um, mm. I initially thought he was a, like... Not a nerd playing a nerd because he looked quite broad to me. He looked quite, quite, quite big, quite ripped. So I wondered if it was one of those where we'll just stick a good, like a thick frame mm. pair of glasses on him, and that makes automatically makes him a nerd. Yeah, I don't know. Um, he's in the film Dodgeball. He plays. Um, have you seen Dodgeball? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do like they watch an old instructional video on how to play dodgeball, and he is like, it's from like the fifties or whatever, and he's mm-hmm. the dodgeball megastar who presents the video. Whereas like right. dodge, dip, duck, something, and dodge, and he like sort of looks like he's had to say dodge twice. And yeah. I, I think that he's reasonably athletic, so maybe he is like a like a, quite a big guy who yeah. just happens to. Or just be a writing room geek as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What did you make of... Um, of so Rachel comes into the party and she's been to the airport to pick up Paolo. Paolo's missed the flight. So, yeah. so no, really no point bringing him into the story at all in the first place because he doesn't actually nope. turn back up. And she's been attacked by a lady at the airport yeah. for stealing a taxi. Right. Yeah, or as she puts it, something about it being her taxi first, which yeah. I'm like, All right, I bet it probably was because you're a very self-involved woman. But but what was the point of that story arc? Because nothing comes of it. Like there's no um, there's no punchline. She gets beat. There's one. She, she's there's got one punchline. 
there's one punchline, but they could have got it anywhere, and I think it was incidental, and that is she's obviously got this big busted lip, and she's on about like she blows her attack whistle, and when she falls over, she bursts her lip on her whistle. And that was funny that it looks like she's been punched, but actually she fell on her whistle. That was she, funny. Yeah. But yeah. again, if you didn't do that story, you wouldn't miss that joke. Now nah, there's nothing in it. There's absolutely nothing. I, uh, other than the residents of New York City do not care when a young woman in her early to mid-twenties returns home, clearly physically assaulted. I mean, black and blue. It looks like it, she's it been in... Briefly. It looks like she's been in a traffic accident. She's not like... Yeah, yeah. She's not got a black eye. She's absolutely... Her face is a mess. She looks like she's broken her eye socket. They, they briefly turn down shiny, happy people by R.E.M. to look at her. And then, and then get her dolled up in a dress and send her back to the party. Yeah. It's insane. Hey, um, do you want to take a little spin to Trivia Corner? Oh, I'd love to. Shiny Happy People by R.E.M. was the original um, soundtrack for this before they settled with the Rembrandts. Oh, that's good. And then, so as a nod to it, they had it playing in the background? Yeah. They may, might have already paid for some sort of rights to use it. Yeah, probably. Before. We need to use this. Yeah, let's yeah. get in and How do you feel about that? Year. Could you have sat through ten episodes of that? Shiny, happy people laughing. Um, probably, yeah. Uh, R.E.M. hate that song. Do they? Do they? Yeah, it's because um, like, everyone likes it because it's really upbeat, but it, it's not about that. It's about... Um, it's like tongue in cheek. It's meant to be about Chinese propaganda. In um, oh, right. so like there was they, they had like posters up in like Chinese cities where it was basically going like, hey, like people could be watching you, so act happy. Right. Okay. So it basically, like, every- a positive image of the People's Republic of China to the ex- to the external world by acting happy, even though you're absolutely fucking miserable. And they've basically gone like. Like so, they've made a political statement and gone. Yeah, this is really going to hit home. People are going to really love this. And then everyone's, yeah. oh, that's then, fun. That's really good. Why don't we make it the soundtrack for this sitcom about people who hate each other? This is going to be a this is going to be a Simpsons heavy episode. But love it. What the um the the New Year ball drop. Oh yeah, yeah, Dick Clark. So I only, so they're all waiting for the ball drop, aren't they, at the end? Uh, and that signals in midnight, basically. And the only right. reason, the only thing I've ever heard about that in the past is from The Simpsons, when the, okay. you know, when it gets stuck. Five, four, three, yeah, three, three, and then Chief, <laughs> Chief Wigan blasts it with his gun. Three, two, one. There's another one where. There's another one on um, a Halloween episode, sort of around about like season 12, 13, like over the peak, but still where there's a good bit every now and then, mm-hmm. um, where Dick Clark's presenting that. Oh, it's a Millennium Bug episode, that's why. So right. it's Millennium Eve, Dick Clark's presenting it, and it's, as it ticks down, the digital clock says it goes from 1999 to 1900, and everyone goes, oh? And Dick Clark looks at it and goes, oh no, it's happening. And then all of his skin melts off and he's a robot. (laughs) And that's it. Just don't mention it again. (laughs) 
That's really good. I would rather watch that episode every week <laughs> instead of any of the episodes we've watched of Friends. Uh, yeah, it's happening. <laughs> right, um, let's get to the let's get to the crux of the matter here. Wait, so, hang on. I'm gonna, I have two points that I need to make. One is my I think my line of the episode is at the end where. Ross is pouring his heart out to Rachel about his one-way relationship with the monkey, which mm-hmm. is obviously like, oh, also you've got the one-way relationship with Rachel. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she replies, I think that bitch cracked my tooth. <laughs> that was really good. <laughs> like, not listening. Um, and then the other one, which I've got a feeling's coming up in your countdown, mate. I like Bobby. Okay. Let's not dig into so, too much right now, this second. Let's, right, I want it. Let's have the list. So th- this is in no order. This isn't a countdown. It's not in any order. These are just your contenders for this week as I see it. Okay. You, had, you had your David. Yeah. You had your I'm Max. It down. David, Max, yep. You had your Janice. Janice. You had your Marcelo. Marcel. Marcel, Marcel, yeah. I think Marcelo. He, he can't win if you can't remember his name. <laughs> Well, that's fortunate because he didn't. Good. And then you have this week's winner, in my opinion, Fun Bobby. Yeah, Fun Bobby. <laughs> I'm happy about that. Yeah. So, Fun Bobby, Monica's ex boyfriend, who she invites out of desperation to a New Year's Eve party, who mm-hmm. rocks up like his granddad dying two hours ago. Yeah, he's, he's an got... absolute dude. He rocks up, he's got. Uh, he's got Joey's jacket on. He's six foot tall, he's got a leather jacket on, he's got like 19, late 1980s John Bon Jovi hair. He's He's got it yeah. all. Yeah, and he's in pieces. <laughs> yeah, his name is Fun Bobby because he always brings fun to any party. Rocks yeah. up and he's in bits because his grandparents just died and he's waiting for the funeral, basically. Um. So I don't know, I genuinely don't know, it's gone out of my memory, whether we ever see him again. We've never seen him before, whether we ever see him again. But as soon as she said Fun Bobby, I knew who that was, which is mad because he, I don't like, he's carved in my brain, like so deeply that that bit where just, hey, Bobby, and he turns around and he's like crying and waving away. (laughs) Like I can picture that. So clearly, if someone before we'd watched this episode, if someone went, Who's fun Bobby? I'd go, Oh, that guy. Yeah, so if he doesn't make a comeback, I mean, yeah, he's got one of the top pals of all time because he's made such an impression. Yeah, it's an insane mark to leave for what was probably total screen time of a minute 30 seconds. Yeah, yeah, probably even less than that. Um, you, I, I said it just a minute ago. I don't know if you if you picked up on it when watching it. Did you mm. not clock that him and Joey had identical jackets on, leather jackets? I didn't know. When you said a Joey jacket, I presumed because it's the kind of jacket that Joey's worn already. I didn't realise they were actually wearing the same jacket at the time. Like, absolutely identical jackets. Like, slightly below waist level brown, like tan brown leather jacket the same cut the same collar the same little bit of frill on the back they they talk to each other at the door briefly mm-hmm. yeah um and the hey, camera hey told, who's died who died he said, <laughs> <laughs> really good um but like 
the camera's over the shoulder of Joey and then over the shoulder of Fun Bobby. And so you can see it's the same one. Like, if they weren't in shot, you'd think they were, like, swapping jackets between takes. Good spot. It's really weird that they've done that. Um, I'm really torn between him and Max. Well, give me your reasoning for Max in, in, in 30 seconds. Give me your reasoning for Max. Go. Um, the careless way that he tells everyone that they're pissing off to the other side of the world, that's really good. Um, I am fully on his side with regards to why they should be continuing to go to Minsk. Um, I really like the sort of the talking at the same time as David he was doing when he was in the cafe. Mm-hmm. And I really like that he stole the girl at the party from Joey. Uh, yeah, that's a, again another good point. Well, that is, I mean, the girl being um, uh, Joey says, "Oh, I picked up a single mom at the um, whatever wherever he was." The other he was day. working as an elf, wasn't he, in a shopping yeah. centre? And she rocks up to the party, brings her kids, and she's trying to tash on with them in front of them. And the kids are just looking, and Joey's like, "Um." But hey, clearly, clearly Max doesn't care because he knows tomorrow he's going to Russia. Well, two things. Firstly, I think you should pick Max because your argument was far more convincing and impassioned oh, for know, him. But, but then I argued for Bobby as soon as he said it because I remember him. <laughs> well, you have to pick one. But let's just say this you're quickly. Having, you're having Bobby, I'll have Max. Go on. What just hit me as we were talking about that. So Joey's been an elf and that's where he's met this mother. Why would you? Why would you meet Santa Claus after Christmas? Whoa! The kids are going to visit Santa Claus, and he's the elf. But but we know it's New Year's Eve. Yeah. So who goes to visit Santa Claus after Christmas? After Santa's been, hey Santa, I just wanted to thank you for my gifts. Thanks for dropping in this year. I'll see you I'll next year. You, I'll tell you who does that. Who? Question. Who what, who is the kind of person who goes to see Santa after Christmas? Answer, the same sort of person who drags their children to a New Year's Eve party in the centre of New York. At a guy's house who they've just met the day before. Oh, we should look out for her. She's she's a wrong one. She's bad news. Definitely those Worst kids power. won't be with it. those kids won't be with her next time. They would have been taken away by child services. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hey kids, guess where we're going? Where? Russia. Right. Um, I'm follow Max. Fun Bobby or Max? Go. Which one? Pick now. Have, I'm having Max. Max. Okay. Cool. I'm having Max. Right. Um, best friend in one minute or less. Go. Oh, God. Uh, um, I don't when know. I said I have one minute, have one. I hate them. I didn't mean one minute of silence and then choose. I'm going to pick one now. Like, Joey or Chandler? Because they were the least worst. Yeah, Chandler for me. Because I didn't like any I didn't like any of the girls. No. Um definitely not Phoebe for ruining David's career. Um yeah. Ross was horrible. And I think both I think Joey and Chandler missed the mark this week for me. Um Chandler was the I'm, only I'm one that landed you'll go with Chandler. Chandler was the only one that landed a couple of a couple of lines for me. He, he landed two or three lines uh, pretty consistently, like he does week in week out. So yeah, I'll, I'm going to take Joey as an elf then, just because I don't want to agree with you. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Good. And 
Overall, I think we're probably on the same page here. I'm going to give it a one. 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 And it one should be it should be grateful for that one. It yeah, should, I mean, this episode should ring us up and thank us. I don't. I'm reluctant to give anything a zero purely because you just don't know what's around the corner. And if something's yeah, yeah. worse, I don't want to start going into minus figures because that's just getting silly. Then, yeah. so I mean, one zero is going to have to be you know really really bottom of the barrel stuff. I can, so I can sum this episode up with a, with a short scene that happened within it. Right, this is how bad the episode was. There's a gag in Central Perk towards the beginning where Rachel is doddering along bringing Joey his coffee, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. she Joey looks at the coffee and goes, oh, there's no room for milk. So then she drinks out of the coffee cup so that there is room for milk. Ha ha, she's a terrible waitress. There's mm-hmm. clearly room in the cup. Yeah. It's a bad <laughs> joke. Just, you have one thing. Just put a bit more coffee in the cup. I hated it. I, I think, to be fair, there was probably no coffee in it at all. That was a problem. That, oh, that was the problem, was it? Mm, yeah. <laughs> this, uh, there was a lot of problems. All right, anything One else? Six. Oh, no, I just I wish we were watching a different show. <laughs> right. <laughs> it killed me, this episode. I, I haven't looked at what the next one is, but I hope the new year brings new jokes. Yeah, well, fingers crossed on that. Uh, right, all that's left to say then, you've been listening to Pals, I'm still Greg, he's still Aaron, and Friends is still shit. <laughs> Bye! I, I agree. Bye! Bye!